Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Good morning. It's a Sunday morning, 7 a.m. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live right here. The Outdoor Zone Radio Network, 7 to 9 a.m. on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network every Sunday or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan yeah. coming in. Yeah. He's here. Beefsteaks in the house. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is the man that gets here ahead of us and makes sure everything gets, the gate gets open, the pot belly stove gets fired up. Thank goodness for Road Rash today, but we are. Screen door was locked. You had to come and uh, unlock it and flip that let little us hook in. thingy, you know? Yeah, we. it's pretty. <laughs> pretty secure right here <laughs> <laughs> well it's just a it's just a wacky day everything's a little discombobulated i don't know what it's like out there and everybody that's listening to the show this week but uh anyway this hour is brought to you big by mcbride's guns with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns it's imperative we support our local gun shop and the one that we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealership. Looking for your personal carrier referral class? One place, McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Gentlemen. Yes. All right. I'm here. I'm alive. Good. Hey, I I'm see... Well. Uh, you know, it's interesting you brought in your flags over there, and I would thought it was so cool because I we ended up getting you one. Oh, and, uh, where'd you get that? But this one is a little bit better. I want you to read it live on uh, on, te- on radio. <laughs> no, don't say that. We'll be kicked it off. It says Trump 2020. No more beep. No more BS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here you go, man. Oh, man. Where'd you? you don't want it. So I didn't take the wind out of your sails when uh, when yeah. I uh, That's okay. showed you my, the other two flags earlier, right? Uh, we'll give that one to uh, Cody. We know how he wants to fly. But also got this one for you, bro. Oh, man. You got the, the thin blue, blue thin blue line flag. Oh, that's the one uh, I was looking for. America. America. Yeah, that's the one. Law I was enforcement. What is the deal? Why'd you would you go on a flag buying spree? Well, you, you mentioned it. And, Holy uh, cow! I got it. So what look at I, all the flags over man, there. I, I miss one week, and these guys are giving me got <laughs> hugs, seven flags. We're to hugging. Hang. It was it was all love. It was love. No, and so I was Road in. Rash is the only one here that's that's uh we need to get him a, get a meat eater flag to take home <laughs> <laughs> with a bullseye or a target on it so uh it. i was in bastrop this week and i had some meetings and i was running around down there and i saw that the uh the women's republican party 
had a campaign headquarters right there on the main street where I was. And so I just went in there, had a like 30 minutes. And so I thought I'll go meet these people, find out who they are, just see what's going on. And they had tons of flags. So you went to a women's and- conference? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He got all dressed up just right. I don't think you're supposed to. I mean, I think there's. No, it wasn't a conference. They were just manning the uh, Republican uh, headquarters for they that were county. Womaning. Huh? Not manning. They were womaning. They were womaning the <laughs> conference. And uh, so it was It was cool. It was, it, was, it was just cool. I got to talk to them. They were doing a, a flash rally. In Bastrop on the bl- bridge. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, wait. A bunch of old ladies. <laughs> a bunch of old Republican no. ladies on a bridge flashing. I, I, I just realized what they were doing. <laughs> oh and he joined them. That's what he was doing there. I'm glad I did. Sure, huh? I'd be in a lot of trouble. That was the T in Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Trump train? Oh, wait. That's something different. T to get a football game. Uh, <laughs> Man, anyway, so, so we got, uh, so I brought back some stickers and flags and stuff like that. Gotcha. And then, uh, and then beefsteak, you surprised me. Well, surprised I just us. thought the uh, if you hang, I mean, I'm I'm daring you to hang that up now where it says Trump 2020 no BS. So <laughs> I drove to East Texas last week, and I've been doing this um, this poll. I can be a pollster. Yes, and, you uh, can, and it's probably as valid as yeah, the ones they're just doing about as good as uh, CNN, just as good as any other one out there. But the uh, so in my in my area out there, in between Houston and Austin, the little uh, Fayette County out there, I noticed that it's about twenty three to one for <laughs> Trump versus uh, who's that other guy? Biden. Uh, <laughs> uh, like a flag on the gate or you know a sign in the, sign yard. In the yard or whatever yeah. and these are ranches and farms and whatever and uh it's about 23 to 1 i drove to east texas three and a half hours three hours and 45 minute drive through you know east texas i mean oh, yeah. just through the pinewood oh, yeah. and, uh, and uh yeah i saw one biden sign the entire drive three hours and 45 minutes was it that homeless student that was hitchhiking no, it was actually a really road? nice gate and entrance and i thought huh probably a lawyer okay so you know they're a politician so on the other it's interesting yeah i know you were gone and you want to talk about that cody but i want to bring this up with that thin blue line i thought it was interesting because it kind of correlates to this story of that texas group that put up the uh, the sign, the billboard. Oh yeah, for the I, Austin Police Department. I had that on our list, and I just thought that was. I mean, it went up immediately after uh, our nutcase mayor and city council defunded park police, school police, all the stuff they defunded, and uh, and immediately that sign went up. Enter at your own risk into the city of Austin. You know, I think Greg Abbott had a little bit to do with that. I bet he pulled a couple bucks their way. Did you see that billboard? No, you- no, but I love the idea. Yeah. Oh, it makes my sense. Gosh. Yeah, it's huge, and it says, enter at your own risk. It, yeah, it's Austin a big police. billboard coming into Austin. It says, enter at your own risk, defunded police. <laughs> Do and, not dial 911. But, you know, my my thought is, I was kind of doing, a, I was doing some polling yesterday, too. <laughs> uh, of the and, ladies in Bastrop? Well, no. During your flash? Every, almost everybody that I was doing life with over the last couple of days carries. Almost everybody had a pistol in their purse, or they had their. Especially you know. at the ladies' event, yes. Okay, I'm going to keep going with that. <clears throat> and one. then, and then, even and it started. I started thinking about it on uh, at our men's Bible study. Oh yeah, where every guy that came carried. Almost everybody, yeah. I mean, there's that maybe is one just, person that didn't, but that was it. Well, or they left it in their car right, or whatever, right, you know. Yeah. It, I mean, but left it was it just, it is such a, and uh, anyway, no, that kind of, I felt safe. 
Yeah, I guess enter at your own risk. You can say, well, okay, you know, why they get that worked out, we'll just kind of uh, make sure that we're safe. But that doesn't help with all the other things. No, that the things do, that you know, the things that concerned me were just if something goes down, like uh, you know, what if something happens and you? Uh, uh, there was some example I thought of where uh, somebody got their house got broken into or whatever, and what is the first thing that you do? Oh, they always call 911, right? Yeah, well, don't do that here so anymore because that a, department's been eliminated. I had a little bit of an argument with a neighbor Shocking. On, on that, yeah. did you Was and that online? Said, was that did, on, like, no, bestneighbors.com or Next door. Next door. Yeah, so it, it, Don Disco's the next door harasser. Commentator, yes. <laughs> don't what? Ooh. So anyways, the point, they, they said it wasn't defunded. The budget was cut. I'm going, what are you talking about? What does Deep that even funding? mean? Well, that means that they still, instead of getting $5 million or, or $500 uh, well, they, they get $350 million. They cut their budget yeah, down. Yeah, in half. But it's to a minimum so that when I talked to our KOZ police buddy yesterday, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, who's a, kind of a detective, he said, well, the problem is is they, de- they really did defund because the cadet class was just eliminated. All those people that had gone through or decide, you know, went through the cadet class, they were just told we're not going to do it. Well, and they they eliminated all the park police. There was twelve full time park police in the city of Austin. Just well, driving through our parks, keeping you know the pervs the out camp, and all the that. campers. And <laughs> anyway, so so when you say defunding, so you'll I, have that argument, but it's not true. They they really have tied their hands and feet together, right? I mean, I'd say yeah, there's no better time to get your personal carry and personal carry. So, hey, <laughs> did you uh, see many dove on your way to East Texas? Because I haven't seen a whole bunch around here. No, but when but, we went out to the ranch, man, we smacked them. I tell you, TJ, he's Mr. Limit. I That's know. his new nickname. I know. I heard he all about it last week. I I'm, listened to the show. I had to keep tabs on you guys just in case I needed to call this in. And, excellent. So, but it, it was Mr. <laughs> Limit. It was TJ. TJ saying, "I shot a limit," and it was Beefsteak going, "I oh, know, I shot nine. Yeah, yeah. Look at me, I hey, got him. What do you but mean? What? What? What, I, uh, what? What is that all about? No, but I I did see at uh, the ranch yesterday. I been doing another poll on dove flying With through doves. okay through the area, and I saw four fly through the fly zone yesterday that's uh 50 better than it has been before i left so, so that's standing on your front porch yes yeah. that is. are they within range so we're of, getting your, there. of your 20 no gauge but i know what tree you got to stand next to so under, i'm just waiting until he's i count it out when i count 15 before dove season's over you're gonna I'm going get them out all. there and i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go get them you're gonna go mr limit you're gonna you're just you're just want to get his his record right I mean, you want to get it? It's not a record. I For had that him? when I was like nine. Uh, hey, I it's a record. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a record nine. No, so, I was hey. nine years old when I got my first limit. Wow, a single shot four ten. Oh, bird shot in a twenty two. Uh, hey, we'll uh, talk fishing on the flip side. I'll tell you about a little trip that I had, plus uh, a lot more fishing info and your news of the weird coming up. You only get it one place. It is the number one outdoor radio show right here, live twenty four seven three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Trade in, trade up, and get a hot deal on some cool wheels at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership in Central Texas. If your truck is packing on the miles and the AC isn't helping cut that Texas heat like it used to, it's a perfect time to trade in that tr- trade in that truck you're in. 
We're giving you top dollar on your trade when you trade in and trade up to a Ram. No matter what offer you got, we'll beat it. No matter the deal on the new car you've got, we'll beat it. And that's the same promise we've been making for over 35 years. To beat any competitor's price on a new vehicle in Central Texas, just bring us a deal and we'll beat it. Come see for yourself why we've been awarded the 2020 J.D. Power Customer First Award for Excellence during the Ram Power Days at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Just find us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So, yeah, just back from the Bassmasters Central Open the season, just kind of getting back to rolling again, which is totally strange, being that I normally only have about one tournament a year, or uh, this time of year, I only have about one tournament. Most of the tournament season's over, but really, it's just beginning on my end uh, with everything that got pushed and moved and everything. So Lake Sam Rayburn, East Texas, Piney Woods, big bass, grass, trees. Uh, we had some big rains come in, muddy up a little bit of the water at one point, and then it cleared back up and another point. And uh, it was it was tough. It was not the Sam Rayburn that you're expecting to see. We The uh, cool front that came in that hit you guys i'd say it's cold yeah, compared cold, to what it was cold front <laughs> uh stalled out before it got there oh really so all it did in east texas was lower cold. the humidity from 100 percent to 80 percent oh it was still 96 degrees with zero that's wind. good for your skin though <laughs> zero zero wind for two days on we had a little bit of wind on the second day but zero wind on that's, lake sam rayburn is a very bad you. thing oh really what very bad thing now uh, those fish are those fish like the wind oh, they like the breeze they like the current <laughs> that watered 90 degrees at some points when it was steel and Kids in the shallow cool. and it was hot uh so it was uh it was an interesting day day one i had um little bit of a some electrical issues you know probably not from not running the boat and dealing with it for uh you know for several months and just not being in the in the game i guess for you know for several the, months so well one of the things that people that uh people might not understand or might not know i, I guess they probably do but when you're at that level of a when you're at a bass tournament or one of the high level tournaments yeah the manufacturers have these huge trailers full of parts and pieces and some some of the manufacturers some of them do right. and and um and i thought that was great because just happened to have the right manufacturer in the right place yeah to well help you get it's your a service fixed. crew it's kind of like a you know pit a crew pit crew at a nascar race or something Called and they're lined up for triple a huh the day a day or two before the tournament starts and through the tournament they're there and able to help you diagnose fix um and, and they did they did after day one he got me up and going got me through day two had an issue at the end of day two but uh you know i got the idea how to fix it if if i want to try and do it in the meantime he ran out of the parts that you know, he said, I'm going to have a boatload of them by next tournament if you want to wait, whatever. But uh, anyway, it was, it's amazing also the game of tournament fishing and the points and, and the places. And if everything, 223 boaters or something you like that, pros, that. Wow. 223 <laughs> pros out there and some of the biggest names in bass fishing, anybody you can think of, you know, mm -hmm. uh, out there fishing. And I have one little tiny issue, and looking back on it, you know, just doing a rough calculation, cost me about 36 places. Hmm. And it's crazy because, I mean, that's how tight it is. And so you think about the guys that qualify through the series for the Bassmaster <clears throat> uh, Elite Series, you, you can't have any issue the entire season any tournament day you have to have per everything in perfect working order you have one little issue like mine 36 places that's 36 yeah. points in the angler of the year race and you can't do that you can't do that hmm. and uh and so, those, those things you only find when you when your boat hits the water right 
I mean, most well, of the time, I mean, electrical issues or something like that, it's when you push off and then it doesn't work. No, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a boat. It is a mechanical device that can and will fail you, right? We say that about guns and well, boats all seem to the be time. Twice and as often, yeah. It, yeah, boats are, <laughs> boats are just notorious. But you think about it, you know, we're driving hundreds of miles with this thing on a trailer You're that right. sits there Bumping. and just gets and i mean it's a constant deal i mean you know i gotta go through and and tighten screws all the time just from rattling loose and and it doesn't matter what boat brand i've had four boat brands now four major boat brands it doesn't matter they all have and i've had the top i mean i've got the you know top of the line boat out there and it doesn't and it's not cheap but Mm -hmm. and they all have they all have something, and it is a maintenance, and it's part of the fishing game. I mean, that's part of you've got to have mm. a set of tools or a little bit of knowledge on how to take care of some of this stuff and try and salvage because 36 places, and this is just me in one little tournament. You know, I wasn't in the angler the year hunt after the first tournament. You know, I'm I'm in 80th place or something out of but it's interesting to think about but that. He, it's he, crazy. Yesterday I saw something. Uh, Kurt has a new ball hitch that um, rotates back and forth front a little bit. It's on a rocker, and it's supposed to take some of that impact that you get from the uh, from the road and not transfer it to your trailer or back and forth. like something else to break, man. <laughs> I want things go, as simple as they can it. be. But... Uh, so anyway, Bassmaster Open on uh, Sam Rayburn show, didn't show out exactly like you would think uh, it should on being you know one of the best bass fisheries in the there nation. There was a nine that one. There was a nine pound bass checked well, in. Well, there was a couple nine pounders. So the thing that's that a seems big fish. Be, it's a giant fish. But the thing that seems to be happening on Sam Rayburn is. You've got a class of fish that range between about 6 to 10 pounds, and you have two-pounders, yeah. two-and-a-half-pounders. Yeah, there's a, a lot bunch of, of them. And so of. there's not a lot of five-pounders and four-pounders and things that kind of really help you beef up your weight. So you got to catch a limit of two-pounders and then hope in there somewhere you catch a nine-pounder which will bump you up into the money. Two nine-pounders will get you in the top ten. You know, so do you or have to, two of those big ones will get you in the top ten. Do you have, do you have to figure out how to fish around those two-pounders? No, and get to no, the others, I, or that you can't do that. I don't think there's a. a what, don't ask me. All I caught were two pounders. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, I don't think that there's any particular thing other than running into one of the big ones. I mean, you you're okay. fishing the same way, and the big ones show up. Um, but there's just not a lot of those. You, you, you aren't seeing guys come in with 20 pounds uh, that that had five four-pounders. You were seeing them come in with 20 pounds that had two-pounders and an eight-pounder. Or, you know, a, a six-pounder, a, a seven-pounder, and a couple of two-pounders. You know, whatever. It's A lot of those. A lot of a that. A lot of those. And so they catch two big ones. But... Uh, it was uh, it was a good event. Mayu, Masayuki Matsushita from Japan won yesterday. So really neat to see uh, him win. I you know was around him in the general vicinity throughout practice. I saw his boat throughout the tournament and uh, doing pretty much the same thing as everybody else, fishing brush piles, mixing in a little bit of grass. I went and on day two and actually fished something completely different that I hadn't practiced on and that, uh, you know, I hadn't seen a whole lot of boats do, but I got bit real quick and mm-hmm. kind of ran with it for a while and uh, and caught my fish that way, which um, was just fishing isolated stumps on, on uh, clay banks. So, I mean, really, you could catch them any way you wanted. There just wasn't a whole lot of fish in one area or, or 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 i guess it wasn't like this is the pattern that's you know gonna win it well and you plus you got 220 anglers fishing everywhere not to mention the weekend anglers 
that were out fishing and the boaters and it had to be just absolutely well then we had a holiday holiday on monday yeah during our one of our our first official practice day it was nuts out there i mean even lake sam rayburn which is not you know in the middle of a city or anything like that it was it was uh, crowded with pleasure boaters, and they were out in full force. And some of them, it seemed, didn't go home on Monday, and we're still out there on Tuesday, <laughs> just floating so, around. Uh, <laughs> but uh, looking forward to uh, finishing off this tournament season. Uh, got a lot of fishing left to do. We've got the David Cosner tournament where I'm going to smoke you guys. Oh, we're going. It's on. It we're is gonna, so on. We're going to. Uh, this is going to get bad. I've got the uh, Bass Champs Red River Bass Champs Championship on the Red River. I come back for three days and I turn around and leave to Alabama for the third stop of the Bassmaster Open Series. Come back to Texas for Lake Louisville. Mm. and the final stop of the Bassmaster Open. So lots of fishing going on. I'm kind of getting excited, yeah. man. It was. My fingers are all scratched up. My hands are hurting, and uh, you're I'm ready in, to start you're catching in fishing them again. Shape, right? I'm, I'm, yep. I'm getting there. I'm well, getting something there. else you don't want to forget: archery country. Archery season's about to swing wide open. If you're an elk hunter, you already you're already probably out in the field, or you, maybe you already came back. But whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, game around the world, archery country is the place to get your gear. If you're a recreational archery shooter or interested in archery, there's only one bow shop in Central Texas that has all the gear and knows the bows. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation at Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard, or go to austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. There's the weird coming up next, followed by Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It's the first hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. The beat. Welcome back. It's the number one outdoor show on radio, the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Here in the bunkhouse, the outdoor zone, we're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. That's not true. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, at some point, everybody needs to get the oil changed in their vehicle. Maybe you got some transmission problems. Maybe the AC's not cranking like old Dixie. Mm. The AC. It's not fixed. It, it went down slu- again? Yeah, it just went. Just didn't Mrs. Graney and I took old Dixie out for a drive to get some ice cream and the AC quit cooling. See, we need to put a little dye in there. and uh, well, He put dye in it last time. Oh, well, what, what, so, what hey, so Sun Automotive's going to have to finish up that deal for us, but each and every person that works at Sun Automotive's works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and that they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. they got locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Get all the details at Sun Auto Service. Dot com. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. This is the story that you hear about these things, you... See them on movies, Mm -hmm. but you don't think about this being real. Expert expert on Amazon tribe killed by arrow from uncontacted group. 
a, Bril- a Brazilian government official and expert on isolated Amazon tribes, was killed by an arrow as he approached an indigenous group he was seeking to shield. <laughs> Rail Franquito, 56, spent his career in the government's indigenous affairs agency, FUNIA, working to set up res- reservations to protect uncontacted tribes. On Wednesday, as he moved close to a hereto uncontacted uh, indigenous group, he was hit by an arrow above the heart in the forest near the Uruwawa Reservation <laughs> in the western Brazilian state of Rondonia, near the border of Bolivia. He cried out, pulled the arrow from his chest, ran 50 meters, and collapsed. Lifeless. That's what you don't do. Don't pull the arrow out. A policeman who accompanied (laughs) the expedition said in an audio recording posted on social media, Candia, an NGO that Francisco helped found in the 1980s, said the indigenous group had no ability to distinguish between friend and foe from the outside world. So what do you think, Cody? Are you buying this story completely? I thought if anybody, you would start to pick the uh, the facts apart here. No, I mean, I believe it completely. I think you came into my area, I shoot you. <laughs> it's pretty plain and simple. Just I'm like the indigenous people on this one. You, just like your you, farm, you, right? You send a politician in here that's going to tell me, okay, now here's here's where we're going to map out your area, okay? This is going to be your reservation. This is where you have to stay in these perimeters. That's what it sounded like he was doing to me. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and you uh, get shot. And you get shot. With an You're in my area. I've lived Say, here longer no, than... No, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived here longer than than you, everybody than put everyone. Together. Yeah, yes. and uh, <laughs> you don't tell me where to go. I tell you where you know to go. What, what, you know what? You go to your maker. So they're that's all. What, that's <laughs> what he said. They're all packing. You go to your. They're maker. all carrying. They're. I, I was. I was uh, blown away. I was blown away the other day. No, I. Fought, fell across this uh, television show that was like uh, National Geographic, and it was doing this whole thing on prehistoric um, finds in the Dallas area. Uh, with the d- dinosaurs? Yes. Yeah, Ro- Glen Rose and all that. Man, yeah. I mean, they're, they've got museums Everything up there. that you can think of, every, and stuff that, you know, like, Elephant-sized swimming creatures found in yeah. that area. He's just now figuring this out. I know. No, I, I guess I knew it, but I guess it just reminded me how how wild and wacky it is. I mean, like, and there's a lot of amateur uh, diggers, yeah, and, and archaeologists, be, are, yeah, and they and they like they'll go in these areas and like on the side of a bio or a creek or something like that or some place where they're digging a construction site and they'll find these you know 50 million year old prehistoric bones and well teeth that's and what i mean when uh beefsteak bought that 50 million year old fossil for me yeah from that guy at the gas station oh no yeah <laughs> uh, it wasn't at the gas station that's what he you said wrote- he was standing outside the gas station he was a he was a gemologist, a you know titled uh, <laughs> yeah he's at got a gas station, had a certificate on the self self titled. He even wrote his number I'm the on professor. there. He said <laughs> professor whatever his name was. He scribbled it. No kidding. You could call him. Give him a call. No, he I will. I kept the phone number. Okay, and he's going to be like but, the verify yes, it. The, those guys up there, they uh, there was that kid that found that mammoth to, or that snarly tooth mammoth uh-huh. in the backyard yeah they yeah. were digging around and found that great big giant uh w- sam you got to tell road rash you got to tell us what that is that great big creature mammoth a woolly mammoth yeah with the big tusks yeah so okay. when when cody ryan was a little tight i was going to ask you about this i had this conversation this week and i think i know what you're bringing well, up well, go i want to hear what, it the, I never heard metal this. detector stories well, we had that. Did you hide 
All those oh, artifacts. No. Uh, no. The truth on the radio show right now. I did, did not. You? None of the metal stuff was hidden <laughs> by me. No? The, no. So the 50 cal bullet I found? All that stuff you found back there was and found by And a belt by, buckle? Yes. That was all found by you. Like, you. Now the dinosaur bones? <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. That was uh, the dinner it. I ate <laughs> the day <of> war. <laughs> So I would go out and I would hide like beef ribs, bones and, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, like cow bones. You know, big, big cow bones, uh-huh. and they'd be all bleached and white. You know, but who cares? So you'd find them out on the ranch, or I'd find something. them somewhere, and then I'd hide them in the backyard. And he'd go around in the backyard digging, and he'd find this stuff. And it was like it was a big deal. We he's got I, Cody. He's got shoe boxes full. You didn't. You didn't catch stuff. on that well, there was nice grass, and then there was a dug hole that had been like like dug, and it was just dirt. Now what nice grass back then? Because we had horses we had yeah, chickens it was, it was running dirt. back there we had dirt. yeah it's just dirt dirt okay. pile in the backyard it's but much the metal nicer. stuff no that and whatever happened to that big old bullet i think it's I, in your garage on a shelf you better a 50 get it cal you better get it <laughs> yeah. pointing up yeah it's like, <laughs> so it's, were there some human bones in there you were just see you were really just uh, maybe, trying maybe you were back in the day you were just trying to get rid they of just, something weren't you one day one of, day my ex-wife might show <laughs> up <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> your other uh, ex-wife no, it's uh, a cat, a dog, a cat. I was just amazed about those. Uh, of just, I guess I just hadn't pieced it together, and I just, it just kind of, it was just kind of a cool deal. I think it'd be a great thing for for somebody to take an adventure and go up that area with some kids and just explore. I mean, if you're trying to find something to do with your kids, it'd they, be a, they it'd do be have a cool them. thing. They do have stuff I'm, up there. I mean, I'm like. I've been talking about it for the last couple of years. I'm like way into getting a metal detector. Yeah. And doing that whole thing again. Like a good one, you know? Yeah, a really good one. Yeah. People, man, people do them on the beach all the time, find all kinds of stuff. But I talked to old YouTube man Bill, channels. the guy I travel the Bassmaster stuff with. I was talking to him about it this week. We were talking about it. And uh, he said... I said, man, I want to get a, you know, I want to get one of those good metal detectors and start doing that again. I remember it as a kid; it was fun. He goes, uh, "That's a lot of work. You got to dig a hole and you find, an, you know, a piece of fence metal, and then you dig a hole and you find a, you know, a bunch of junk, a nail, and then you dig a hole and you find a bottle cap, and then you dig a hole." He's like. I did that for a while. All I got is a box full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about you. Uh, they were they were met, uh, magnet fishing. On have you seen those channels when they do that? I got one of those the great magnets. big magnets. Yeah, and they take them out of their boat, throw them out or across the creek, and, and get come up fishing with poles and stuff that are and and thrown chairs, overboard. Motorcycles, uh, motorcycles. Yeah, like scooters that people just, drive off bridges and that's and people dump and <laughs> I thought while you're out at the tournament, you could do both at the same time. Just drag a two thousand pound, uh, you know metal magnet around behind your boat. Wouldn't disturb the fishing at all. No. Austin's hottest talking about fresh fish. Uh, Our amazing friends at Shore are serving Shore Raw Bar and Grill are serving regional coastal cuisine combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool selection of oysters. Uh, They have fresh oysters from all over the country flown in every week. They pick the finest uh, freshest ones, and that's what they serve there. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio with live music on select nights. Um, the inside is open. The outside patio is open. Don't miss their fabulous desserts, including the spiced chocolate cake and the key, key lime tartlet. Man, mm. they have a wonderful house-made bruchet, bruchette, bruchet bread? Bruchetta. Bruchetta bread. Matter of fact, we're going Monday night. We're going there. We're taking some friends and going to shore. Raw Bar and Grip. Owner Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to join them. And we at the Bunkhouse, Bunkhouse Boys, invite you regulators to meet us there, too. Located Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. 
Just go to SureATX.com for all the details. Sure Raw Barn Grill. Go get you some. Game Warden Field Nuts coming up next. I'm sure it was a busy Labor Day for the Game Warden. You get it only one place, mm-hmm. 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. This is T-Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. All right. Hello, regulators. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, Outdoor Zone radio show. Brought to you, broadcast live from the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Track us all week at theoutdoorzone.com. We're keeping savings rolling in September by extending the Labor Day savings all month long at Nile, Maxwell, GMC, and Round Rock. So if you think you missed it, you didn't. All month long, you'll save thousands off our entire lineup of new trucks, Sierras, Yukons, Terrains, Acadias, Canyons, every professional grade gmc is included in this monumental event right now offering we're offering you incredible savings on new gmc vehicles like eleven thousand dollars off msrp on new stock and sierras ten thousand off on msrp on in stock acadius ten thousand off new in stock terrains and if that weren't enough you still have now maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price in central texas just bring us their deal and we'll beat it on ih35 exit 256 and round rock online at nilemaxwellgmc.com we are professional grade see dealer for details all right now it's time for your game warden field notes yeah that's it (laughs) yeah yeah that's it (laughs) These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. I want to get into this. Are you taking a nap? I was leaning back. I was stretching my... Sciatica... uh, no, yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, so I was before we get into the uh, what Texas game wardens did over the holiday weekend. I was just looking at this news release from the Wire uh, from North Carolina, and they have a commercial flounder season there where they use nets mm-hmm. to uh, sane, or I guess for flounder. I guess must be. I guess you could pull along the bottom. Maybe. Yeah, it must be real similar to shrimping, mm-hmm. and but they're very the game wardens in the state is very careful about monitoring that, and uh, there's just this huge press release about how they're going to be doing it this year and how they're COVID separating from each other and staying in a different mm-hmm. boat and doing all that stuff. But man, it's just it's just really really brutal letter or press release out but i was thinking when i was reading i was thinking oh so you just apply for a permit to flounder fish to you know commercially flounder fish there and just net them and i was thinking of all the different things that you could apply for and get permits for i mean even in the state of texas you can apply for a a reptile uh, capture permit or whatever it is so you could catch your capture catch turtles and stuff like that and you're not supposed to do it unless you have one mm-hmm. um but i was just thinking hey, it might be cool to have some of those different permits and i think they need to do the roadkill permit well I, 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 they do it so many other places i don't know why they don't just let you do that here cody probably has an answer or an opinion on that but you think there's too many rednecks that would just hit a deer on purpose well, they do it they do it. I've asked before. We've asked before because in certain parts of Texas, yes, there are guys with lifted trucks and mud terrains that would 
veer off the road. Yeah, but that's hit. so randomly rare. That hey, they'd shoot those mm, uh, mechanical know. deer on the side of the road. Yeah, at you, three well, o'clock in the morning. You, you don't get, think that way. Does it mean times. that there aren't people but that think that But the chance of you swerving off and hitting one is so rare. No, I don't think so. They you hit know, them all the time and that, don't even mean to. That game warden was <laughs> telling Imagine us. if you started aiming for him. A game warden out in Lano Springs was telling us in Edwards County how hilarious, not hilarious, but just awe. They're in awe of, they'll, they'll have a mechanical buck, you know, knives, 10 point, you know. And he said how many times they shoot it. They'll shoot it once and then it won't go down. So they shoot it again. And they shoot it again, and they shoot it again, and they don't quite catch on. Isn't that, I, I mean, those guys are out well, there just pounding that's it. That's just standard shooting for me. It's usually <laughs> how I do it. Shoot it till it falls? Five, six times. <laughs> and he goes, you know, there's people out there that are just, that's all they're, they really don't think about it. Texas Game Wardens wrap up a busy summer boating season with Labor Day patrols. Out of Austin, Texas, Texas Game Wardens closed the summer boating season with water safety checks and boating safety patrols on lakes, rivers, and bays in Texas over the extended Labor Day weekend. Between Friday and Monday, water safety checks were conducted on more than 3,800 vessels statewide. Additionally, 267 citations, 412 warnings were issued for various boating safety law. I thought, what I thought was interesting about that was the 412 um warnings that's pretty good i mean that's cool that they do a warning and not just always give a ticket i mean that's two-thirds of the (laughs) tickets they gave out were warnings that's pretty good that's a participation trophy so you know well, I mean, if they gave you, out more citations. They're making that judgment would, call whether this guy's nah, a jerk and he needs to get there. They need a ticket, right? Or whether it's like, hey, you, you can't do that. This is I'm going to give you a warning this time. But so, you, what do you what do you think? What do you think some of the citations are? Uh, not no life vests on either kids, or they didn't have enough on the boat. Was it drinking? Was it in a wake zone? You're going forty miles drinking. an hour. I bet if it was drinking, they they took them in. Four individuals were also arrested for boating while intoxicated. Three were arrested <laughs> for driving while intoxicated. And Twenty other twenty one others were arrested on other charges. With this number of water related accident, with the number of water related accidents on the rise this year, the end of the summer boating season does not mean that taking safety precautions on the water should stop," said Cody Jones. Our buddy Cody Jones, Assistant Commander for Marine Enforcement for the Texas Parks and Wildlife. We urge Texans to continue to remain vigilant when recreating on the water. Over the holiday weekend, game wardens also responded to 25 boating accidents across the state. Mm. On Lake Lake Allen Henry, wardens responded to a boat explosion that injured two juvenile victims. Both were transported to the hospital with second-degree burns and later released. Labor Day weekend was also the first weekend of dove season, and Gabe Mortons were out in full force to ensure hunters were hunting safety safely and followed all season regulations. Game Mortons in Nacogdoches and Angelina and Houston counties made cases for four groups of dove hunters who were rallying birds and hunting over baited field. More than 100 birds were illegally harvested by the groups. The birds were seized and donated to the less fortunate. Now the fall hunting seasons are in full swing. We hope that everyone heading to the field keeps safe and safety in mind, said Jones. By being aware of your surroundings and keeping gun safety in mind, we can help prevent accidents and injuries to hunters. It's kind of that weird time of uh weird time of year where you if you're deer hunting somewhere or, or planning on bow hunting on a piece of property, do you want to dove hunt it? <clears throat> If you're going to bow hunt it, I don't you know I would, because you want it to kind of quiet down. Well, the ranch where I was hunting the other day, yeah, it was, yeah, where I you walked, deer hunt, yeah, yeah, I, I saw deer, yeah, uh, I, and I was thinking, oh. I think that they're going to go into rut, they won't care, 
I mean, come they're on. not going to go into rut for months. Nah, it's a while out. But they are. The boys are stacking up together. I'm seeing them grouped up. Oh my God! What? Those ones that CJ sent those game cam pictures of those deer. Yeah, he's. He's that's out him. that's out on the east that's nah, the farmland nah, nah, nah. east ain't no deer of there. uh let's see that's southeast of round rock in the taylor in yeah in the taylor. taylor area oh my gosh i mean it's a one buck county but he has got some got huge like five bucks at a time at a feeder i've got nine does do you know how he just dis- did you hear how he dismissed him you know, nah, they're huge. huge. Nah, they weren't. They're nah, huge. Nah. He held it up closer. Yeah, he were, was holding. He it's has the a, way the camera's a big positioned eye is. lens on there. <laughs> He's pen- jealous, don't you little, think, TJ? Little, little pencil horn. Hey, I'm jealous. I told I told my uh, son-in-law who sent the pictures from his game cam. I said, "Okay, I got dibs." By the way, Cody, yeah. you tell have, me uh, tell me which one you, you have permanently <sighs> scared me off the lake during uh, Labor Day. I, uh, my wife asked, are we going to go out and do something, you know, go out on the boat? Nope. Hey, farm ranch. said no. Farm ranch store, there's no better way to ensure the successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, and rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. These guys carry only the best materials only the best brands and they also have the boar buster hog trap you gotta check it out go to farmranchstore.com farmranchstore.com that's where the landowner goes to get the job done all right coming up next a whole nother hour of the outdoor zone on the flip side we'll be talking uh oh what have we got armed citizens report peter report plus uh at the top of the hour we'll talk a little bit of the dave cosner benefit tournament coming up man this is one if, even if you're not a big tournament guy, this is one you can go. Mm-hmm. You got to catch one fish, or you can catch <laughs> one fish and cash a bunch of money. So we'll talk about that yeah. on the flip side. Uh, you get it only one place right here every Sunday from 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Yeah, yeah.